Are you looking for an open-minded perspective? Different view or a different take? Well, this is Lost in the Groove, society and culture podcast, donor culture, and deep dive. See here, we're all about the experience, all about the journey, and getting into the groove. And I'm like trying to roll a joint. Can yeah. I roll a joint? <laughs> yeah, you could definitely roll a joint. That's hey, stupid. everybody. Welcome to uh, Lost in the Groove. Uh, today is just going to be me and Carissa is here. Hey, it's your co-host, Carissa. Hey. What are we talking about, David? Uh, well, we're, we, 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 we've been discussing this because, like, I want to talk about, like, you know, our inner kinky. But at the same time, I also want to be talking about, uh, you know, kind of erotica, not like porn industry in a sense but kind of like exotic dancers uh the music behind it like also parts of like you know the grunge and the punk scene um because like i feel like people have such like a negative stereotype in a lot of this and they don't realize that like it's a form of art and self-expression like okay just for starters think about drag queens okay you go back 40 years ago, drag queen, drag queens and like drag kings were like an underground thing, you know, like today they're in like the mainstream, like everybody knows what a drag queen is, you know, like a lot of people have gone to drag queen shows. Yeah. 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 I know. Everything's changed a lot. If if that's what you want to talk about is how much everything's changed. My dog, like as soon as we started recording, he's like, Hey, and I'm like, no. <laughs> do, do, do you see that? Do you see this? My cat? Yeah. Your you cat looks this? really cute. You can't really yeah. see Louie that well. Cause he's like dark, yeah. but you can hear him. Yeah. And he's yawning. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Everything's changed a lot. I mean, I've changed a lot sexually over the past yes. 40 years. <laughs> I, haven't yes. been, I haven't been alive that oh, long. But <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, drag queens, I, man, I'm happy for them. Um, yeah, I think it used to be much more of like a secretive thing. Um, and now, now I see all kinds of different uh, people participating in drag, which is really cool. But I, I never felt... Um, anything like, you know, scary as a child about drag. It never, it never spooked me out. I feel like as a kid, sometimes I would see, you know, like leather and straps and all kinds of wild stuff. And it'd be like, Ooh, that's kind of freaky looking. But drag was always like, Whoa, like that's really pretty. And like, look at all the shiny things and the music is really fun. And, you know, so like I never had any, inversions to drag growing up it was always like whoa that's so cool you know and it was of course you feel a little bit like oh I'll never get to do that because I'm a woman you know so I'm like oh, but but I do it in my own way I just wear a dress whenever I want it doesn't have to you know I mean you know but like yeah, there is a feeling where woman. it's like oh shit like I'll never get to be a man doing drag but like I mean that is a stupid feeling <laughs> In a way. <laughs> I mean, like, the thing about, like, with drag, and I'll tell you, like, straight off the bat, it is kind of a release of, like, your inner kink. And yeah, yeah. I, I remember, like, the first time I was exposed to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. And 
that change um, that's it like that changed yeah. my life it just mm-hmm. the exposure the pose the heels the makeup the costumes the dances the performances yeah. it's just seeing something different yeah, yeah exactly yeah sexy different sexy different yeah. yeah i know you and i like we have like a real connection with rocky horror I feel like it was one of the first things that you and I talked about. Maybe a lot of people, their friendships start like, and Rocky Horror is like mentioned in the beginning. Like I, I feel like it's a thing. Like it's like you, people connect on it, but you and I like for sure. And cause I remember we were talking about, you know, just like sexuality and like people being kind of like not really just one gender. But this was before the we had really talked about pronouns and things like that. This was years and years and years ago. And so it was like, you know, I was like, well, I grew up with like, you know, Rocky Horror. Like that was my introduction to a person that doesn't just claim one specific sexuality. I mean, what's gorgeous about Rocky Horror and, you know, like I freak out on is that the sex scene where Frank... Today's podcast is sponsored by Authority Car Mods, a mod shop which I personally use for all my car needs, from my custom modifications to my vehicle general maintenance, tire repair, and discount pricing. These guys do great work. And their prices are literally killing the competition. Located here in South Florida, in West Coral Springs, right off the Sample Road exit, not only are they super accessible, but open late nights with appointments. So don't wait. Follow them on Instagram at authority underscore car underscore mods, or call their office line, which is 954-798-1602. And book your spot now. Inverter goes into the the male's room and goes into the female's room and does the same exact thing with both of them, like word for word, play for play, and, and they respond exactly the same way. And so it's just really cool that like nothing about him changes with both of those genders. I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, like, I wonder how many people kind of like transform a little bit when they hook up with like opposite genders, but like Frankenfurter is just like a, this is who I am. Just like very like straightforward. It kind of, it kind of reminds me of the Andy Warhol period. And, you know, I, I've been getting into, there's a podcast from the last network. It's called no dogs in space. And they cover a lot of these grunge and punk bands and, you know, the Andy Warhol stage, his people that he brought in and the shows that he did, you know, you got bands like the Velvet Underground. Um, the Velvet Underground was a very bizarre, also very kinky band. Their songs were sexual. Like, they have a track called Heroin on, on the Velvet Underground and Nico, which was the first album. And... The song is about like this draw, withdraw from heroin of how like it gives you the high and then it gives you that low and he mixes in the music to it. I, I think what I'm trying to point out with all of this starting off with talking about our inner kinky, inner kink is just this desire of asexual self-expression. 
that doesn't have to be explicit. It's not an explicit expression. It's just dirty. I feel like it takes a lot of strength to be that person. Like to to let yourself be comfortable enough to use your words, to use your body, to use your actions to express yourself. Like I think it can be really scary for people and that it takes a lot of strength to like actually let yourself, you know, fulfill your needs, you know, more or less. Like I I mean, of course there's some people that go beyond their needs, you know. <laughs> but like I feel like I feel I you know, maybe some people their need is just to have lazy sex with their one partner and their inner kink is that sometimes they growl with each other. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Like maybe it's something just like real simple and that is pretzels. like I'm not saying you have to be like a wild freak to like have your yeah. inner kink, but like but the pretzels. You need like to to <laughs> What about pretzels? What are we Is this a, a Seinfeld thing? <laughs> yes it is. It's the the thing of pulling off the the salt on the pretzel. You know, like <laughs> it's the kink. And I'm being serious. Like that could be a kinky thing to someone is like just pulling off the salt off a pretzel. I don't know. I mean, even the most like mundane couple, I swear there's some kink shit there. Like 100%. I know I've been in like a boring couple and we still like it was like, oh my God, like what? What is with yeah. what are we doing? It's, it's seven thirty-five. <laughs> yeah. And it's seven thirty-six now. Ooh, yeah, baby. I wanted to talk about sexy stuff. Like last week when we uh quit, I was like, what are we gonna talk about next week? And like we're always talking about stuff that's like, you know, sad. Like not quite sad. Like it's not, you know, but then just to sum it up, I'm like, man, like these things stir up a lot of emotions. And I was like, I just want to escape to sexy town, you know? And it is like, it's an escape, you know, but you have to make sure it's like a healthy escape. Like, um, it's, it's, well, you know, yeah. on, a healthy, on a healthier note, like, believe it or not, some of these like arousals and different things, they actually help release certain chemicals in our body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dope, uh, dopamine, testosterone, hormones. Uh, and these are like – these are important parts of our body. Like believe it or not, sexual things are uh, – Endorphins and, and different things like yeah, that. Yeah, it's healthy for humans. Like we're, we're, we're supposed to have sex. We're supposed to – yeah, I'm going to say it. We're supposed to masturbate. Like it's, it's a part – Oh it's yeah. Part, yeah. Like it's a part my therapist of our- has like, I mean, like I've like said, you know, like I'm on the phone. Oh, I, I do my therapy st- sessions, you know, and I'll be like, Oh, I do them over the phone and I'll tell her, you know, like, Oh, well I'm just, I'm lonely. And she's like, well, you take care of yourself. Right. Like she just, <laughs> you know, she's like an older woman, but she's like, you know, I mean like you have, you have to do that. Like, like I had a therapist like tell me like you know like you're supposed to masturbate, like whoa, whoa. like we're, but she's we're, like you she's like you take care of your needs right you know and I was just like she's a good therapist you know yeah. to be honest to yeah. like remind someone to be like yeah like you yeah. you need to masturbate every once in yeah. a while you have to yeah. yeah 
Yeah. No, I, I mean, if you're going to be alone and you're not, you don't feel like hooking up with people. And that's the other thing. Like we both also know that like sometimes celibacy is needed, you know, it's true. Um, and sometimes kinkiness is needed. I'm on year four, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to say how long I can't. It's so weird. Cause like I'd always been like such a sexual person and I then... remember the date. I, I, I remember the date. You ready? <laughs> it was uh, it was December December thirty first, I believe, two thousand eighteen, at eleven fifty five p.m. But like, you don't have to have <laughs> sex at eleven fifty five p.m. Did you look over at the clock? He like yes. rolled over and like looked at the clock, yes. like. Yes, I did actually. Okay, and like, I'm sorry. I'm one of those people. Like, I do remember. It's okay. It sounds like yeah. it was like not really. It was like great. what you wanted. No. Yeah, I couldn't wait until it was twelve fifteen. He actually left at twelve twenty five, but I wished it was twelve fifteen. He's so stupid. I don't, I don't know. I feel like it can be like hard to connect with people, but also like you don't have to have sex to be kinky. I know you, David, you like, you'll put on your heels and like, you know, go out and get your nails done. Like you've got your inner kink without having a specific sexual partner. You know, I think I do too, in a way, like I don't know. I feel for the people. Like I don't I don't think that you have to be sexually active to be kinky is what I'm saying. No. And it's like kind of crazy because there are and I love seeing it now. Like there are women that will just throw on a pair of jeans and a t shirt and just like a nose ring and just black lipstick and cat eyes. And they'll just like go out. And I love it. It's kind of freaking cool, you know. Like you have this person that's like self-expressing, like they're wearing their like their band T-shirt, they're going out, like they're having a good time, and sometimes they're going out by themselves, like they're not with anyone. They're just like me, like I'm doing those kind of things. I used and, to do that a lot when I first moved to Los Angeles. I would do that. I just go out, you know. And this is the best way to meet people. I met a lot of shitty people. I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> you're saying that like we're too depressing here and we're like our conversations are too down and then you come in here and you're like oh well i came to la i had a great experience and they were just shitty people that's a really you don't great know that way. you don't know it at first what was no. it it I, just goes downhill my friend, my friend had like Sorry. a really, really incredible sex sexcapade. Um, she, yeah, she like, she like text us like in the morning, and she was like, "I fucked last night," you know, Whoa. and it was like a really big deal. Like she was just like, "Oh my god," you know, and wow. we were like, "Yay!" We're like so happy. We have like a group text. We're like really happy for you, and she's like, "Girls, it was amazing," and I'm like, "Whoa, okay," and I'm like, with "I'm capital, so happy for you." With capital letters, yeah. All caps. She's like, oh best God. sex I ever had. Like, oh. freaking out. Like, this girl got her inner kink that night. She's like, we we went for seven rounds. She said they fucked seven times. I was like, girl. I was like, did you get the plan B? She was like, yes, I did. Oh and God. 
you know, it was like, it was wild. And I just felt for her. I was like, you did it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing, okay? This is a story of triumphant. I can't even talk properly. Like, this is like the challenge of challenges, okay? It's like the sex of the sex. That's what it is. It's the sex she said of the it was sexes. Like sex of sex of sex is the best. No, the sex of the sexes. The sex of the sexes. The sex of the sexes. <laughs> what are we getting at here? I have no idea. Hopefully, like, people know what we're talking about. But probably nobody has no idea what we're talking about. Like we're probably talking shit right now. <laughs> she was just like, it was the most incredible sex ever. She's like, I want to fuck this guy every day for the rest of my life and I was like damn you know and I thought and I felt really shitty hearing this story I was like man I was like why the fuck aren't I fucking somebody like that you know like man I'm sure everybody like you hear these stories and you're like man you know and I was just like well like she doesn't know him at all do you know how exciting it is to like like it, like you're sleeping with this stranger and basically in your mind, you just can imagine anything that you want as to who this person is, you know, because like you don't know this person at all. And that's kind of what I assumed is that like she had an amazing time because she had no idea who the fuck this person really is. It's just this reminds <laughs> me of a, it reminds me of like, so, you know, Seinfeld getting up on the stage and being like. You ever have that issue <laughs> where you meet this girl and she's amazing, but then she wants to get to know you. And you're like, what's the point? I got to hide everything about me. I can't tell her where I put my coffee. <laughs> I don't know. I just watched a Seinfeld episode where George tried to convince a girl that he was a marine biologist. Yes. Yeah, that's a good it one. It was hilarious. The he's marine like, biology. Yeah. He's like, you couldn't pick architect. Architect. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to be an architect. I am prepared. I am prepared to be an architect. <laughs> it must be so nineties. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's like, I'm ready for that. Yeah, I'm ready. Was, for that. <laughs> yeah, I guess in the nineties you could like get away with just like pretending oh, yeah. that you're. You know, oh, somebody yeah. else. There's no way, no record, no internet, maybe. I don't know, but... We, we, we should probably get back on topic. I think that... George we, always had a good inner kink, don't you think? Out of all the oh, Seinfeld characters, he seemed to still really get his. Like, a, for being just, like, kind of a curmudgeon. He still... He got a lot of a women. But Kramer and Jerry kissed. Okay. When did that yeah, happen? They did. There was an episode where Kramer and Jerry both kissed. Kramer's kissed Jerry. And George walked in on this. He gave a blank face for about like 15 seconds, walked backwards and closed the door slowly. And then you could hear in the background like feet just running. Once How the many door people, do you think a lot of people just tuned out now because we're talking about Seinfeld? Yes, I love probably. The- I love that Seinfeld is when you tried to get me back on track. You're like, Carissa, we should probably get back on topic. We should probably get back onto Yeah, we apologize. We're going to get back to inner kinky. So uh, we were last talking about inner kink and explaining how, like, it's not only a healthy part and beneficial part of our lives, but we realize that 
we can adopt these behaviors even if we're not in a sexually active relationship. We don't necessarily need a partner for it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think like in a broader perspective of all of this is sexual, the idea of sexy and kinky, people have this like negative view towards it. Like, Oh, you're not supposed to talk about it. Oh, that like, that's private. And I, I kind of feel like it's hypocritical. I'm like, but you show women in bikinis and bras and you show pretty much pornographic images in movies and television shows. I don't understand this. So you're saying yeah, you can use it for sales, you know, right. Yeah, boost viewership. But when a a young girl wants to wear a French maid costume, you know, to the grocery store with her parents, like it's a big deal. This uh, there was this woman who took a picture of of a 14 year old girl at the grocery store and she was wearing like tiny little booty shorts. This grown woman took a picture of of this 14 year old girl and posted it on social media, making an example, saying I can't believe that, you know, people let their kids go to the store in these tiny shorts. And it's like, you just posted an underage girl's butt on social media trying to make an example of people. Like, this is wild. Like, there's so much judgment being thrown around. And I just think that, like, I knew a lot of girls who their parents wouldn't let them wear, you know, spaghetti straps, low-cut shirts, like different things like that. And nowadays I see a lot of girls wearing just all kinds of crazy shit and their and their parents being totally fine with it. And it makes me really happy because I feel like you need to get that out in a safe environment. I don't know. I Not- mean, it's kind of I had a I had a girl that I knew. She said to me, she like one of her proudest moments of her life was like when she wore jeans, cowboy boots and a flannel shirt. And she said that like she's like she's like I don't give a shit. It's man's clothes. <laughs> she's I like, like it's wearing com- men's clothes. Yeah, she's like it's comfortable. She's like I felt loose. And then she was like, Hey, now my titties get to hang and be loose. <laughs> I mean, what made you want to wear women's clothes? Um, I I don't know. She was she was very like boyish. Um. No, what made you want to ever wear women's clothes? Oh, me. I, I know what made me want to wear men's clothes. Um, I know this is going to sound like weird. Uh, it's kind of like Diane, you know, like Donna Summer and Diana <laughs> Ross. And, um, I don't know. I just like, I love bell bottoms and ruffle tops and, you know, like low shoulder. I, it, there's, it's not that I love women's clothes. It's just like my identity. You know, we've like we spoke about this. I'm not. I feel I do um, relate to transsexuality, where there's a part of me that is more, you know, feminine, and then there's a part of me that's more masculine, and they kind of, they kind of blend together. Like sometimes I feel like jeans and a t-shirt, or overalls or dungarees like I'm wearing right now. Um, I just am very fluid. And I think that's also an important part about not even kink. I think it's like the whole thing of self-expression. 
Like, if you're comfortable in your sexuality, and that's how you represent yourself, people around you will feel more comfortable. I have weird, crazy outfits in front of, like, elderly people, and I'm perfectly fine. Because I don't like give off that aroma like I'm like fuck y'all, you know, like get the fuck out of it. I just like I don't give off that kind of energy. Mm-hmm. You know, again, like that idea of like balance, man. Mm. Balance. Well, see, I mean, I I went to this, um, I went to a kink party. You know, I've been to a few of them. Um, Hopefully my mother never listens to this podcast. Like we like went to film it and I was like, or record it now. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do the podcast and not tell the truth. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I guess it's available to my entire family (laughs) if they want to hear this kind of weird shit. So Um, so to my family as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess. Okay. Uh, But I went to a kink party in Portland. Um, And it was really cool. They threw a good kink party in Portland. Um, They had all kinds of different people do, like, shows. Um, I don't remember all the stuff that I watched. Um, A lot of of crazy shit. I watched this couple have sex uh, for the first time. That was, like, the first time I'd ever, like, watched people have sex that, like, were, like, cool with you, like, watching them. And it was so, like, sensual. Like, it was, like... And the way that he, like, really, like, cared for her, like, while they had sex and, like, you know, like, you'd think, like, kink party, like, oh, they're going to fuck, you know? And it was, like, it was very delightful. Like, it was, like, wow. And I kind of had to, like, step back. Like, I'm, like, whoa. Like, there, there's there's so much more um, passion here, uh, like, real passion and connection than I thought that there would be. I uh, you can watch porn and things. I I I do, you know, sometimes, but sometimes I I don't see that that type of connection between people, obviously, you know, but at that party, that I'll never forget that couple. They were they were beautiful and it was really cool. Like they were just to see it, you know, done well and not be tacky, you know. No. I mean, like I I like my first revelation. Yeah, I'm going to call it revelation. Uh, <laughs> my first revelation was when I saw Rocky Horror Picture Show and I watched it uh, properly. I watched it 12 o'clock at night in Uh-oh. a theater. He's fine. Uh, we'll just edit out the audio. There's a dog screaming. Anyway, um, <laughs> the showing was at 12 o'clock at night and it was like a live audience and like people were throwing shit at the screen and just seeing Tim Curry like just you know like being like I'm a sweet transsexual like all of it like the time warp the music the pictures the the just the pure gore and sexual tension that went on throughout the entire movie was amazing he's and so sexy so sexy <laughs> especially when he dies he's just like <gasps> You know, just like, you know, like, you know, like, just like, so painful, darling. Wow, this is, I'm sorry, viewers, you have to listen to this, but uh, yes, we did reach We're the sexual just melting. Yeah. Yes, in time, darling. But um, that was my, that was my 
self-expression to myself. And I feel like we as a society now, like you said, like we've seen this more and more, people are starting to open up to this idea of allowing people to see your sexuality is not a graphic thing. It's just, Mm. they get to see the whole part of you. Like, like, like this fucking podcast here. Okay. Like we are here to not hold shit back. Like, you know, you're talking about your kink party. Like we're here to open up our minds and hearts and souls to be true to ourselves. Why can't we be that way? Why why can't we be that way? It's a good point. I mean, we can see an example of where I'm like, I I don't want my parents to know, you know? And I mean, like parents, yeah, the people you don't want to know, you know, like, but like it is, it's like, maybe that's where it starts is like, and I mean, people do deserve like a certain amount of privacy within their sexuality and stuff, but it should not be forced to be private. Why, why should your sexuality be forced to be private? And, and why can't there be environments uh, where your sexuality doesn't have to be private? You know, there, there's different environments for different things, um, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, everything with, with, within healthy doses, right? You know, th- there's always extreme levels to everything. And Man. what? I went to a kink party that just fucking sucked one time it was just like boring it was just like not a good kink party is that not funny okay you know (laughs) you're doing it again girl like it's funny like i went to a kink party and it was like supposed to be hot like i've been to like you know good kink parties but then like we went to this one and they had like these like swings you know and you're supposed to like get on the swing and like it was just not the vibe was just wrong like, you know, <laughs> it was just like, I don't know what it was, but it just wasn't sexy. And it was just funny to me. They had like bad music, you know, like, I don't have know. I, You're not always going to have a good. Have I told you about the pink bunny? Oh, you're going to love this. When I was in Israel, there was a swingers club in Tel Aviv. It's called pink bunny. Pink bunny. Like it's literally spelt in, in Hebrew. Letter. It's hilarious. It's just like a circular building. And you go in there and they're playing... <laughs> Israeli electronic dance music. And then they have them wear, some of them like wear these costumes, like these furry costumes, like a furry bra or like a furry panties, like a little bunny. And you have to see this to believe this. It's like they're dancing and it's like, you're like, oi, oi, oi. Like you got like like a weird music in there. It's like not sexy. It's sexy, but like weird sex. That's what it is. It's like not sensual. No, it's or, just like funky, you know, and like groovy, baby. <laughs> Whoa! So you it's, like it? <laughs> uh, no, I, I did not. I did not like it. But you know, I will say there has been swingers clubs that I've been to that I have liked. But um, that's a story for another time, uh, which we shall move past very quickly. <laughs> I totally understand. I totally understand swinging. Oh, yes. I totally understand not swinging too. I get both of them. Like the like past relationship that I was in, like my my partner kind of wanted to like move towards that direction of like sleeping with other people. 
And like, I like really didn't want to, you know? And so like our relationship just wasn't on the same page, but it, obviously it's important to like be on the same page. There's nothing wrong, obviously, with being a couple that sleeps with other people. I think that it can be really loving. You don't have to be a monogamous relationship. I think, I think it can show a lot of care for the other person to care about them having their needs met. You know, I just think that honesty and respect are the two most important things there. Uh, Communication, you know, like caring about people's feelings if you're not honest about your feelings, the other person can't treat you correctly, you know? Yeah, it's... It's so hard when especially you have these imbalances and they make they make the, the things that you care about difficult. Like, you know, try to imagine a world where you didn't have artists, you know, people that are able to self-express themselves. Whether it's that fucking abstract vaginas whatever the fuck this shit is it's a way of somebody some of them are actually really beautiful oh Um, i know i've seen some great period art beautiful but i'm just saying like it's a way of somebody expressing themselves beautifully like they're they're taking what they care about and putting it into an instrument a canvas a mold um a sculpture whatever it is And I think that people are maybe not always in the right position. They don't always have what they need in order to be creative. I think that maybe some people, you know, have a hard time getting to their inner kink just because of the the stress of their lives, Um, all the things that need to be done, you know, then you just like put, your sex needs on the back burner because like you know sometimes putting our bodies on the back burner puts our our sex lives on the back burner or vice versa I think that we work a lot of people work so much and stuff and you know if your body's not able to like you know move and I don't know you're not able to like get yourself off you got to take care of your body (laughs) you got to take care of your sex life I think that I think it can be some people might be too busy for it I guess is what I'm saying there's always you can always make the time you really can like it's really not that difficult yeah but what if you've got like you know you got you got kids that you got to feed so you got like multiple jobs you don't have anybody to see you know, like, I don't know. I, I just think I like... I don't think you necessarily need a person. I think sometimes... Yeah, people, you don't need a person. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> I just think people need to be able to create a really balancing strategy that works best for themselves. You know, kind of figure out what works best for, you know, yourself. Like, you know, your surroundings, your job, the people you hang out with, the places that you're going. Kind of creating... Yeah, I do think that it is good to incorporate some type of sexuality into your life, like Mm -hmm. no matter how busy you are. um, I think that it's needed for your heart, for your soul, like to be like a full person. 
Um, I I do know how some people need to like take a break, but like I, I I feel like you gotta have like some type of sexuality, even if it's not with another person. Like for example, like I don't know, maybe you like to read like these novels that are just like horny as fuck. Have you read some of that shit? Man, it's insane the way they talk. Uh I'm like, wow. It can be very inspiring, too. I imagine after you read enough of that, you start getting on apps, talking to people and stuff. You're like, damn. (laughs) They usually block me, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um, One thing that I really found very fascinating was uh, gay Japanese manga. Uh, Tell me more. <laughs> there are some really beautiful um, uh, uh, b- 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 stories that have been put together, like just the illustrations and the drawings. Um, <clears throat> for most of you, if, if you don't know this by now, I'm gay, and I like men. And I don't know, I, I, I think it's the same thing for people that are heterosexuals. The way that like a person is drawn you know, and, and they're in a certain pose and the colors that are picked for the image. Um, I think also a very important part of sexuality is, is visual. It's a, it's a key factor to all of it. It's finding your niche, you know, like this show. I mean, fucking a, there's a lot of people that are like, Oh my God, these people sound like fucking weirdos and creeps. Who knows what they do in their grandma's basements. I trust, (laughs) trust, you all were just playing music down there, but it, 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 it is what makes sometimes us, I do laundry. Like, yeah, <laughs> sometimes I take out the rain rover, you know, just for a quick drive. I don't know. Go on. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that like, we all have that kink. We all have that niche. We all have that like look and aesthetic. And, I feel, for me personally, to embrace it instead of escaping it. Again, balance, girl. Yeah, like embrace it. Don't like use it as an escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was working on a documentary the other day. This woman talked about like her therapy because she'd been through, like, a lot of sexual trauma. And she said that, you know, like, her therapist told her, like, sex should never hurt. And I don't know how many times I've, like, you know, like, let let it, like, hurt just, like, for the other person's, like, satisfaction, you know? Like, how, how much do you, do you do that? You know, it's kind of strange, like, to think about it. Like, I I think too deeply about other things that other people say. But when she said that, you know, her therapist said, you know, like, sex should never hurt. And I thought to myself, like, hmm, hmm, you know, like, is it because I sex does kind of hurt a little bit, you know, like in in different ways. Like, um, well, I mean, for some animals, it's fucking painful. You mean like cats? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, it's interesting to think of these people hurting themselves for other people's satisfaction sexually. You know, like, wow, 
Like that's that's a really really fucking extreme for somebody else, you know. Remember what I remember what I, mean, I said earlier. We've all experienced it. Like Remember what I said earlier though. It's an imbalance. Yeah, that's the imbalance. And it's like that's what I'm saying is like I I guess what I'm saying to each person is like ask yourself that as you're exploring, as you're doing things like does this hurt? You know, and I'm not saying that like pain is like always wrong. But it's like, you know, make sure that you're not hurting yourself, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like as you're trying things, as you're experiencing stuff, like check in with yourself, I guess is all that I'm trying to say right now is like, I want to also check in with myself as I try things, you know, like, does this hurt? like emotionally like am I ready for this am I ready to go that far with this person these kinds of things you know like like I don't know I feel like yeah I feel like a safe environment is possibly the most important thing for me I feel like you just told me what the most important thing was like on your side I forget I've now smoked this entire joint (laughs) to myself (laughs) I think the most important thing for me is a safe space. Um, I've spent a long time kind of hiding behind the shadows and I got very tired of it. And I'm not afraid of self-expressing. Like I have no problem walking up to somebody in the middle of the street and like, yeah, I'm, I'm into that sexual movement that you do. But I would tell you, you would want to move the dick probably like four inches to the right. Like, that's the kind of person I am. Like, I have no problem having open conversations with people. And what do you mean move the dick to the right? What I'm are making a about? joke. It's not, <laughs> this is not a real move of any kind. I'm making this shit up on the spot. Uh, four fucking inches. Like, what the hell? That's crazy. I know. Mm. What? doesn't go in that way. What are you talking about? Anyway, whoa, PG-13 going up to rated R and... Yeah, I literally did that in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like I've said some pretty, some pretty graphic things. We, I, what you were trying to get at before is that, you know, kink shouldn't be viewed as graphic. No, and and I don't think that it should be. And it is wrong t- that we think of sex as as graphic or like negative. Like it's, I don't. I, I I know that that's not good. Like, I just, I know that it's good that our mentalities about it are changing and that we're being more accepting. We're creating environments for people to feel safe, to partake in those kinds of things, you know? Oh. Uh, yeah, like the kink parties. It's a great, safe environment to explore. Before, um, before I forget, I, uh, <clears throat> I went to a nude beach a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, new uh, beaches. Yeah. I love and that. <laughs> it was amazing. I went into the beach. I was nude. Okay. It, Where did you really go to the fucking nude beach? Where yes, did you I, go, dude? Yes, I did. I went what? There. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I got like, one I down in Florida. Yeah, I went with I went with actually the girl that does my nails. Did like, you take your with, pants off? Well, I went into the water, yeah. <laughs> it was you know what? It was an incredible <laughs> It was an, a really incredible and spiritual um, feeling. You know, it, mm-hmm. it I, is good. I, I felt like a release. I felt cleansed, you know, and I like I had a glow 
for like a week and it's it's just like again this is one of the oldest phrases you'll ever hear don't judge a book by its cover Mm -hmm. that's the whole thing about kink it's like don't read the table of contents you know some fucking poor sap in a publishing house Poor secretary, the secretary is making only $13 an hour. I had to sit there and write the stable of content, contents. Read them. <laughs> For the sake of her, at least. Read them. Hmm. Yeah. I, don't know if the, I don't know if any of that is true. But anyway. I feel like even like dancing is, is yes. like a form of inner kink. Like when I used to hula hoop, I used to feel so sexy. Like I like move my hips. Like, you know, and then it was like. If I ever did find a boyfriend, I could be like, watch this. You know, I'd be like, I can hula hoop. So I I do think that you kinda gotta like shake your shake your ass, move your hips around. Shake, we had shake, a burning man shake, camp booty. and they're called like booty hunters and they teach this um like booty workshop where you learn just like dance basics and it's probably like i don't know five or six eight counts and um they're just like little moves and then we put all of the moves together into like a minute or two and it's like a routine and everybody does it together and that's like something that you could learn on a wednesday at burning man and it was amazing to watch people who had never twerked like twerk for the first time and like drop it low and like dance in like a wonderful environment and a lot of people don't ever have the chance to be like taught how to shake their booty like a lot of people are at work all day you know like a lot of people are watching Netflix like it it takes a lot to get you up on your feet and shake your ass you know but I'm sure that that kink was healing for a lot of people on that dance floor. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, though, I have vinyl records and I have ABBA records, you know, ABBA, mm. like the freaking yeah. like Swedish band. And if I'm dead serious, like I will start vacuuming and I am twerking my butt to <laughs> ABBA playing on my vinyl record. And there's like nobody here but my cat. And yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't give a shit, you know, like, that's like something that we need is just like that spark to just make us move, make us like smile and make us like feel wild, you know? Yeah, you once told me that ABBA was your cat's favorite band. Yes. I thought that was the funniest thing. She like melts, like she will go like (laughs) to numb, you know? It's like all the fluff just like melts down. Most of you listeners have probably seen cat memes on TikTok, so you know what I'm talking about. It's the melting cat. Oh, melting cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, kinky shit. I don't know, David. I feel good for people. I feel like Amazon really helps out, you know, like. In what way? Oh, my God. You can buy so much, like, kinky shit on Amazon. Like, Mm. clothing, just for starts, there's, like, so much lingerie, like, extremely available, can be shipped to, like, any part of the country. And then, like, 
you can put together like outfits or like ideas. Like I've been really wanting to buy some like go-go boots to like do kind of like a 60s look. And, you know, so it's like you can just kind of let your imagination go. Um, There used to be like a stripper store that I would go shopping at in Des Moines, but it was like just like one store, you know. And that was kind of the only place to like buy like kinky clothes, like stuff that's like kind of sexy. Uh. <laughs> I mean, like I've wanted, I've like, I've also like had that where, okay, I am really dying for like a mesh top, and you know, like some like chains and like right pure, like you're like i want some dirty shit like where yeah, do i find like, it <laughs> yeah like I, I do the thing is is like I, I was talking about this yesterday on the jeffrey dahmer podcast which is where we all of us have this this darkness inside of us we do we most people all of us because you know we as humans we are I flawed not, no I don't have that darkness. No, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying about Dom. I'm just like I was just <laughs> using that as an example because we talked about something about this. But anyway, I'm um, getting back to this. We all have like that inner darkness um, in whatever shape or form, and a lot of us use it towards, you know, a, a creative expression. And when I say that inner darkness, sometimes it could be like trauma. Um, it could be a certain type of pain, a loss. I get what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that's what it is. And, you know, that's kind of the thing. What I love about punk and goth, it's just like a way of just, you're not being dark. You're just being, I don't know, venturous, scandalous, sexual. I don't know. It just, it's just, it gives you like a sense of, inner peace in a way Mm. I I think people like to feel excitement you know Mm -hmm. exciting excitement Mm -hmm. you know it gets like all the blood flowing it gets all those endorphins released and like different things I I think people just really like it feels good you know Um, I mean that's just all the all the more reason to do it our kinky episode. My friend, I have a friend that throws these like kink parties in Austin, Texas. They get together like all these different people that do like all these like weird kinky things. Like this one chick, she like straps this guy down to this thing and then like electrocutes him in different ways. And then there's this other chick that has like this like metal saw thing oh and she like shoots like uh like sparks like hot electrical sparks all over people's like naked bodies oh my god <laughs> i'm trying to think of like weird i i've seen like some like stuff that i didn't want to see Ooh, you know that's just that's just awful that's just <laughs> some other, that's just some other we we got hired to do like body painting for this one thing and like we left before the show happened but that show was like really heavy like dominatrix show and i was My- like i'm happy i left <clears throat> i had a friend that was a dominatrix too she told me stories about being a dominatrix she was like it was the most horrible thing i've ever done 
like, you know, she's just like, it was fucking terrible, but she was like, I needed the money at the time and, you know, like whatever. And she, she didn't like completely regret it or anything like that kind of thing. You know, she just like, she didn't have anything good to say about it. She's you very know, serious about the topic. You, you know, know like, what you're signing up. Come on. Like, you know what you're signing <laughs> yourself up for. <clears throat> they were very strict, it seems, you know. Like. Yeah, I mean the whole the whole premise about Dominatrix, and by the way, believe it or not, Dominatrix and Swingers Clubs, they have a lot in common because in a lot of states, the way that they're able to be opened, um, actually crazy enough, the state that I come from, the only way that a swingers club can be opened is they need to have three separate rooms. So they have separate rooms for the Dominatrix, you know, the lounges. Then they have the bar and then they have the dance floor. So if you ever come to New York and go to a swingers club and you go into the bar, you'll see there's a door. Crazy. Mm-hmm. There's a door to go to the dance floor. There's yeah. not like a hallway you can walk through. And um, which That kinda- sounds right. Yeah. The setup like that, that was what it was like. Like, I think I was paid to be a body paint model and I was there for like the beginning of the show. And that happened a lot where, like, we would be there at the beginning and then after we would leave, everybody would fuck. (laughs) I just think that's funny that we would just, like, we'd be like, okay, peace out. You guys have fun. (laughs) You know, like, they they were a little bit, like, I... They were not the people that I wanted to sleep with, I guess. You know, I was more just, like, eye candy to get everyone, like, excited and then I just, like, left, you know? I don't know. (laughs) Um, but the swinger parties are really interesting. I'm happy that I like kind of got to like see into it. I mean, when I went out to Burning Man, we like we went like past like the the orgy dome, you know, and the, there's a lot of that out there. There was a camp that was next to us. Um, I told you when I saw the gay orgy, right? I wish I could remember what the girl said. Oh, okay, so like. I remember it. So I was outside of the gay orgy and it was like a big like tent. Like it was like a really big tent and it was all like lit up and all these black lights, you know, and there were like all these men inside of the the tent and there was like a little door, you know, and it was dark. It was the night. I really couldn't see anything. And this guy and well, maybe a couple guys like walk into it or like a guy and a girl or like a group of people walk into it and then they turn around, they walk out. And they're like, oh, shit, you know, and this chick is walking in like totally by herself. The guys like had gone into it. They turn around and come back out. They're like, oh, shit, that was a male orgy, you know, and this chick is walking in and they warn her. They're like, it's an all male orgy. And she goes, awesome. And she walks in. Like, I was just like, what? Like, she was like, that's great. And she like turns and like goes in. And I was like, what's she doing in there? You know, like, and, and I I look into the gay orgy and I was just like, my eyes were just like, whoa. Like, I don't know. Like, I wish you, I wish I could share that image with you. I, but I, I, I was think, also. I, I think we all have that image in our head, especially <laughs> me, like- honey. There's Zac Efron in there. There's definitely Nick Jonas 100% there. It was like, uh, okay, this is what was strange about the gay orgy. Like I like gazed uh upon it, you know, it was Mm -hmm. like this like Greek, like, you know, Mm -hmm. thing happening. And it was actually like much, like everyone was moving a lot like slower 
than I expected them to be. Like there wasn't a lot of like, there wasn't a lot of like, like there was like a lot more of like, Girl, 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 they're all high on opium. Like, what the fuck? What do you think is going on? They're all just kind of like slowly like creeping on each other instead of just like banging away. Yeah, it was interesting. They were on opium, honey. Like, they were on pure opium. They were on drugs. Like, for sure. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Like, they were all on drugs. But I think they were all on acid or, yeah, they could have been on some type of opium, but they, they, I think that camp loved acid. I think that was an acid or psychedelic camp. They really loved that. That camp was amazing, by the way. Like, I speak no ill words about them. They sound awesome. I won't say their name. I I hope the best (laughs) for all those people, I guess, basically. They were not too far from us. They had a beautiful camp. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm glad I remembered the gay orgy story for you. Just wow. Now. This is amazing. Like this episode, so, yeah. this episode went from like inappropriate to absurd to, oh my <laughs> God. And to like, Jesus fucking Christ, my child cannot hear this. Dear Lord, forgive me. Oh no. Yeah. No? So the chick yeah. just like. She yeah. just like went inside. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to go to mm. the gay orgy. Mm. I didn't go in. I don't oh. know if my friends went in mm. either. Maybe mm. maybe one of them did. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just reminiscing about when mm-hmm. I stood outside of the gay orgy. You mean all the gay men in the tent that were definitely on drugs? Doing yeah. it. Yeah, doing it. Like, boning it. Dang it. Sorry, wrong song, but yeah. I love Burning Man. It's so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just like one little area. And then there's all these other things happening all around as well. This is crazy. Pretty cool. Yeah, Burning Man's a great place for your inner kink. We did all kinds of strange things. You can run around totally naked, do all kinds of stuff. I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's a safe environment for the most part for for sexuality i like that i mean i would be but afraid I, I mean i've heard things you know but go on i mean i would be afraid to walk around naked and like you know if your bicycle makes a wrong turn <laughs> yeah it's not really the most comfortable thing <clears throat> like i don't know like your schlong <laughs> is just gonna go long 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 down on the Guys will do this thing called shirt cocking where they Ooh. wear a shirt and no pants and it's just called shirt cocking. And so it's like, you know, your cock, your dick is just like out and they just wear a shirt. It's like poo bearing, you know, like maybe like, poo bearing is somebody's inner kink. You know, they just want to run around with just the T-shirt on. Yeah. Like Winnie the Pooh with Piglet. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I love, I love that. I, you know what? And like he's wearing a red shirt, and then she's like she or he or they or whatever is wearing a pink shirt. Like they're all wearing like the colors, you know. And like they are like, I don't know. They're in the hundred acre acre woods <laughs> with Christopher Robin. Mm. God, this wow! We re- whoa, we've gone directions and places, up and down channels. Woo! I, it's interesting. Yeah, usually we have Henry to balance all this weirdness out. No, but no balance. 
Just wildness. <laughs> but weren't you saying that balance is what people should find? Yeah, but unfortunately for us, we're fucked in that department. It's <laughs> <laughs> awful. No, I'm, like all seriousness, no, though, like there is a balance, <laughs> but the balance is about you yourself finding, even though the shit that you're dealing with is difficult and hard, just like what we said like the week before. It's remembering that like things are temporary, they're not permanent, and you're able, you know, it's just for this time being. And then also yeah. remembering like responsibilities, you know, like, come on, like I'm gonna give up all of this. Come on, I work so hard for this. Like I gotta, gotta look past it. And mm. truth is, if you wanna let out your inner kink got to first start with self-love yeah i think you gotta open yourself up a little bit you gotta comfort yourself you know not be so hard on yourself in a way i don't know it's a good topic good thing good thing we talked about it yeah letting out our I just feel like I've just made this go in so many different directions that I just don't, I just feel like I shouldn't say anything. No, I mean, like, like we, we really like, we, we, we went into different directions, but we kind of covered, you know, the, uh, the idea of balance within our kink, the way that society uses it, the way of self-expressing yourself towards it. I mean, the list goes on, you know, the, the reflection of oneself, the experience that one finds, finding different avenues, even though if you may be a bland person or a bland couple or, you know, you're just you're just a niche. I think overall we learn that the thing about inner kink, it's not a sexual thing, like I said earlier. It's more about another part of you self-expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. And where would the world be if if we didn't have people doing that? I mean – can you imagine the world without rock? Oh my god. Be horrible. Can you imagine the world without Keith Haring or Andy Warhol? You know, I mean like uh, the world without rock music is just like impossible because it to me rock music is a vibration. So it's just like natural. Like it just like vibrated itself just like up out of the people through its fingers out through a sound system you know like that is it's an organic thing that happened i think um yeah we we you you recently watched something about you know like punk music or something yeah on the uh again it's it's on the last network it's called no dogs in space it's really really good if you want another podcast to listen to make sure to stay with us please but you can listen to them as well we give you permission I bet people who listen to our podcast listen to other podcasts yeah. too. Oh, 100%. I hope they do. Yeah. <laughs> They're into it. Like, we don't have to worry about losing them. No, of course uh, not. We're not boring as fuck. <laughs> I don't think we're boring as fuck. No. We're fucking awesome. I mean, come on. 
You've managed I, to talk for an hour. This is amazing. I don't know. I feel like there aren't as many like sex shops as there used to be. That's why I was uh, saying like Amazon is is pretty bomb. You know, I feel like that's where everybody buys like all their their sex toys and their like kinky stuff and like whatever else. But you remember Hot Topic was a place that we would get our shit from. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to get weird kinky shit at Hot anymore. Topic too. Yeah. No. It's horrible. Now it's terrible. Uh, it's just like a bunch of like strange t-shirts. I tell you, they did have the hookup on backpacks though. Yes. Like the tiny little cute backpacks. With the spikes. Do you remember the devil spikes yeah. with the horns? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <gasps> Do you still have your, your stitch backpack? Yeah. That backpack's cute as fuck. David has like a little backpack Wait. that's like blue leather and it's like stitch from like Lilo and Stitch. And he like wore that. One. Like Oliver, like Santa Barbara, you were so cute in Santa Barbara. It was a David new, had David it was, was so bed. cute. Oh my! I mean, like we're wow, we've completely gone off topic. Like we could. Definitely- it was you finding your inner kink. I'm explaining. Oh, like- yeah, all right, it's my inner kink. All right, I apologize. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, you you looked really cute in your little backpack. <laughs> 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 I, I mean know. yeah it, it's literally a lilo and stitch bag and you know what like that is another point of being kinky and not being sexual like it's sometimes literally just black lipstick um wearing a corset you know black leather boots fishnets that is like you expressing your kink david bowie is a great example of this like what he was doing with like ziggy stardust that's letting out your inner kink. It's a, it's sexual but non-sexual. I know that's like doesn't really make any sense, but that's kind of what it is. It's, it's a sexual thing, but it's non-sexual at the same time. Non-binary. Did I say the pronoun correctly? Yeah. 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 Oh, whatever you want it to be, right? That's what I always say. It's just whatever you want it to be. Like it's it's not. It's not my thing to say. It's not no. for me to decide. <laughs> it's not my body. Uh, my body. My body's female. Um, I didn't get to decide that, by the way. It, no. I was born with it. I was born with um, genitals. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I, you know, you always wonder, like, um, you happy to be happy to? Are you happy, David? Are you happy to be born a man? Yes. I mean, I, yeah. I do have a feminine side, but I'm not. I'm fine with being male. It doesn't bother me. I think um, it'd be cool to be born a man. Like, I can't imagine what it's like. You know, I just... I will I tell know. you right now, like, for gay, trans, lesbian, like, anyone that's not, you know, like, within... Especially, like, you know, with the whole community in itself, puberty is fucking horrible. Oh, my God. Mm, STDs are real. I heard that STDs are like on the fucking rise right now. Like for some reason, like just like old ass STDs are on the rise right now. Like, like syphilis and gonorrhea. Fentanyl. No, from sex, not from injection. Well, it's because of the people that have been taking fentanyl that these people are having sex with these people. What do you mean? Tell me. I read. What? I 
I saw this on Facebook. I don't know if this is true, but I saw a clip of this where they were saying that these, you know, this kind of happened like with, um, I think it was called, um, something called popping. It was something back in the, uh, the eighties that helped spread HIV, um, H the HIV virus even quicker. And basically like what's kind of happening is like with all of these drugs and all of like the contamination that's been going on. I mean, like, I feel like people are now more affected to viruses and diseases that we haven't seen in a long time because like, this is dirty shit. Bad. And I still, I just don't. Are you saying the users of the drugs are having like unprotected sex? No, no, not, necess- not necessarily. Well, what I'm saying is, it, is like their the bodies, affect, their bodies are oh, weaker. Oh, their bodies have less of an immune system, is what you're saying, yeah. because of the drug use. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I just kind of figure like if you're gonna be like sleeping with people. You know, like maybe it's possible that your own or my own discretion is, you know, good. But out of the the people that I sleep with, maybe there's someone that they sleep with out of in their circle that is not not, you know, good making good decisions. Like they're they're really out there sleeping with the people. And that's all it takes for you know like a a bad virus to get like brought to you like people don't realize the the spider web (laughs) of uh being sexually active i think it's also like important to leave off that like especially when we're talking about inner kink is being safe you know always Mm -hmm. remember like with anything just be safe be smart like don't be stupid you know and protect your body. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Protect your feelings like I said, you know, like don't do anything that hurts you. Be be mindful. Uh communicate, talk about things, you know, like who you've been with, who you know, I don't know. It uh I hate to give advice to other people. I mean, I've made my mistakes, you know, so does everybody else, but yes. I for me, it was like when you when I saw you move out to Los Angeles, I was like, oh, I was like, David, don't let anybody give you like diseases. I was like, you're so cute. And I was like, you just move out here and you're all young and stuff. And I was like, keep them away from you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I it can be really exciting to like run out and like, you know, feel sexy and stuff. But it doesn't feel so great afterwards. Like if if somebody treated you poorly or was dishonest with you, no. You know? So make no. wise decisions. Yes, and uh, hopefully you learned something today. I I definitely learned that we went in circles, but uh, <laughs> I that's my fault. <laughs> I suck at this. <laughs> um, uh, be sure to uh, like and subscribe, and uh, we do have our Patreon page up. So if you want early access to episodes. This is your chance. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next week. We'll see. I don't know. Who fucking knows? Who cares? Anyway, goodbye. Adios. Bye.